previously on Live at 605. And then I was like, no, sorry, you don't have any. And then what did he say to me? He's like, he called me a Republican. (laughs) I was like, come on, give me some money. I'm like, no, we don't have any. He's like, Republican. (laughs) John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Live 605. Amazing. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is season 23, episode 7 of Live at 605. And I'm your boy, John, right now. I am Val. And do we wish Happy New Year? Well, by the time this this comes out a couple weeks after New Year, yeah, you yeah, can still, still do New Year's. I think it's appropriate Happy to still wish people up until the end of January. 2024. <sighs> Where did this year go? I think I'm already for 2025. I don't know. What about you? It's going to be off the zoinkies. Ooh, that's our new motto this year, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we're actually on the last couple of days of our holiday break, which is also going by Boy. quite quickly, but we've had a good time so far. Did some records. We did records and ramen today. Ooh, records and ramen. Which uh, we'll talk about at a different date. But uh, why don't we give out all the contact information? Just get into this bad boy. Yeah, because to that end, if you want to get in contact with us or check out some of the cool shit we've been up to, mm-hmm. which is all posted on my Instagram wall now that we, I go back. Yeah, we've done a lot we've of cool shit. We've done a lot shit. of cool shit. Is uh, Val Gomez 23 You can follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp and then... Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, just search Live at 605. You'll find us there. But Instagram's the best spot for all of our content. Totally. And, uh, I feel like we got a lot to talk about this week. Another, this is again like the best season we've ever done. And I mean, we haven't even gotten to your birthday party this year, which is. <laughs> we haven't gotten to Chicago yet. We haven't gotten to Chicago. We haven't Not gotten via to. Via Chicago. Exactly. We haven't gotten to what you received last night, which we can't even talk. We so can't even epic. tease it. Just doing some epic, epic stuff. Yeah. But before we get into everything, do you want to do super fans or do you got to do your apology? And you won't super fan. Okay, let's get into our super fan of the week. Well, well, well. Looks like we got ourselves a live at 605 super fan. That's it on So uh, we just celebrated New Year's Eve. Right now it's January 3rd. This is coming out, whatever, January like 15th or something. Totally. And on New Year's Eve, we got a nice little phone call from our nephews in Ottawa. Yeah. Maddox and Easton, two little guys. And so... They're seven and four. Yeah. They're at my folks' house as my sister and her husband were out for dinner and everything. Mm -hmm. And we were talking to the little guys, and I think they had just got new beds or something. I don't remember (laughs) how the topic came up. Do you remember? Yeah, I think we were just talking about the beds and, like, setting them up or something. And then Maddox, the older of our nephews, is like, do you want to tell? He was just basically like... uh, yeah, something like, I was so excited that I got my new bed set up, so I wanted to go see, tell mommy, but she was downstairs in her office office listening to your podcast. What? An exact quote, his, he said, your podcast. And I'm like, how do a seven-year-old know what a podcast is? <laughs> I was like, you're freaking delayed on those sound effects. I know, I, I know. Like... Well, this is the first one. Of the new, we're still in the new yeah, year. We're still I'm still rest, recovery yeah. mode. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, shout out to my sister, Jen, for being the Live at 605 super fan of the week. Well, well, well. Looks like we got ourselves a Live at 605 super fan. That's it. <laughs> so that's pretty. I appreciate the listens and the dedication. And so. informing the younger generations. Yeah. Because like, even Benjamin brought up the oh, podcast. Yeah. yeah, he brought. Do you remember that time? Benjamin is our oldest nephew when he was like. <laughs> 
less than a year old yeah. and your brother sent a picture of him listening to our yeah. podcast. <laughs> My God, that was like 11, 10 years ago. Jesus. But uh, yeah, it's always funny to hear like a little, little guy just mention the podcast. So yeah. f- fans from seven to 70, I think we got 100% a little bit of everything. around the world. Now, I feel like you do have to do a bit of an apology tour for a couple things. Do you know what I'm talking about? Is this my list? This is your best of list from okay. two episodes ago. So, because we can tell mm-hmm. who liked your thing, right? Yes. Okay. So, are you, <laughs> do you need to do, is this an official apology tour or what are we thinking? What? I don't Go. know. No, no, no. Just I, I, I Now I'm actually like... Who am I apologizing to? I thought it was to the artist. Oh, no, 100%. And I was it like, is. who is she? No, no, sorry. Sorry. Oh, yeah. He, he, yeah. Um, so last week, one two of our, weeks ago. Two oh, weeks sorry. ago. Yes. Two yeah. weeks ago, whatever sorry. it is. Um, when we did the best of ap- episode um, of the podcast, I had made my list. And one of the things that I love about last year, 2023, is so much great music came out, so much so that I may have forgotten an album. And okay. so what happens is when John usually curates his list first and then like dumps a bunch of albums into like a list and then I kind of pick from that. But as we heard on our episode, I deviated a lot because there's a lot of music I listen to that John won't listen to yeah, and vice versa or hasn't like, you know, we just haven't crossed paths on it. Right. So John pitched an album, mm-hmm. uh, Larry June and the, the Great, Alchem- Escape. Yeah. Great Escape and The Alchemist. But you didn't actually write The Great Escape and The Alchemist. You just wrote Larry June. Yeah, that's fair. And so obviously love Larry June and he likes our shit too. Um, mm. But I only... I was thinking the second album that dropped so Larry and I pu- forgot the great escape came out earlier this year. <laughs> Larry June put out two albums last year, the great escape with alchemist. Mm-hmm. And I believe the night shift with producer mm-hmm. Cardo. Totally. And we both agree the second one, the late shift mm-hmm. or whatever, not as good, but the great escape was amazing. So when we're doing our best of list, and I'm like, do you have Larry June on there? And you, I think you even say in the podcast, you're like, no, I'm like, really? Cause I thought he'd be like, top three yeah um albums for you but i thought it was the second album and just here's a little this is what larry june sounds like this is from the great escape <coughs> Drinking this luxury hip-hop luxury rap yeah oh mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah so and again i think you told this story you went to go to the corner store and buy something left this album on, and then I sat in a chair and just listened you listen to, to the whole thing. whole thing. Oh. You listened to like a song and a half. I was gone <laughs> yeah. for five minutes, and you, you were like cooking dinner, and usually when you're like cooking, you're yeah. in the kitchen, but you're in the green chair. I'm like, you haven't moved, so I'm like, <laughs> my God. this. I'm like, what do you think? You're like, this is like spectacular music. Yeah, and I told anyone who had listened to me about the album, so I genuinely forgot, so I might kick yeah. Yuli off okay. if I made a revision. Yeah. Or I got number 11. Right? Well, you're not putting Larry June at like number 10 or 11. No, so but I have you, to bump something and then sure. shift everything because obviously Larry June let's and The say, Alchemist. Let's just say number would probably be like three or four. Okay. Okay. So. If not three. Yeah. Yeah. Top. That's what I thought. It's okay. It's, we're, we're not. We're, don't shame me. I'm not. But you just, don't know me. <laughs> but I, I do want to spoil one. So we're not going to talk about your birthday party mm-hmm. or your birthday just yet, but. One thing I do want to mention mm. is so we went back to Ottawa for Christmas mm-hmm. and my folks got you a birthday present mm-hmm. and my mom was like, oh, you know, what should I get Val this year? What is she into? And so I gave her some ideas and I wanted to get you the Larry June and the Alchemist album on vinyl because we usually get each other vinyl. But mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? 
I'm not going to get that because I think it'd be way funnier mm -hmm. if my mom got you Larry June and the Alchemist because <laughs> you wouldn't, she never really buys us records or gets no. you records. So I'm like, wouldn't it be funny if my mom bought you like a luxury rap album? <laughs> yeah. So I told my mom like, get her Larry June and the Alchemist. <laughs> so you, it's Christmas. Mm -hmm. uh, you're opening up your birthday gift from them. And what is it? The Larry June album. And what were your thoughts? Were you like, how do you know who Larry June is? Are you a Larry June fan? Do you like <laughs> yeah. luxury rap? What's going on? What were your thoughts? All of the above. <laughs> so fast forward to a few days later and we're back in Toronto and you've gotten spoiled with vinyl. We mm -hmm. won't we'll get into all that later. I was like, I thought you weren't telling the Christmas I'm not, story. But you have to tell what, who uh, liked your thing. So we have to spoil some of it. So you post a picture on Instagram. I posted a picture of three other records and one more, which mm -hmm. was Larry June and the Alchemist. Yes. And tagged all the artists featured in it. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm looking for some views. I'm looking for some hearts, some fires, yeah, etc. These are fucking influential, iconic yes. albums. Does Larry June not like my post? You're saying Larry June, San Francisco icon. Not only did he view your story. Yeah. He liked it. He hearted it. And... He hearted it when I went on his Instagram. He was making smoothies. <laughs> so you're telling me Larry June is in San Francisco making smoothies, checking out the dope shit that you do? You got it. I mean, this is pretty amazing stuff. We've had encounters with the situation, with Snooki, other mm -hmm. famous people, but Larry June, who's kind of at the top of our list. Totally. So. But I was just saying this is amazing, but you owe him an apology because you didn't even put him on your best of list, ah! even though he deserved to be there. And yeah. it's just a slight. Sorry, uh, Larry. Good job, Larry. Good job, Larry. <laughs> but uh, that's pretty awesome. So I thought that was very, very exciting. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Should we get into it? Let's get into it. So what yeah. are we talking about this week? We actually have an action packed three months we basically want to consolidate yeah. of like fun things that have happened. And you've kind of heard bits and pieces of them based on like you know the vegas trip which happened in the middle we obviously spoke about some concerts and the best of but we just kind of want to go through chronologically because there's a lot of fun and weird moments that also happen in between yeah so do you want to start off just the beginning of april yeah what do we have on the list there i just saw this one <laughs> That's okay so <laughs> so might as well Go back to uh, in April. What was that? That must have been Easter then, right? So in April, right before Easter, we actually started going back to trivia. We actually went to two trivias between April and June. We did April the music. Larry June. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> right. Um, we actually did the music trivia in April. That's right, at uh, Hemingway's, Hemingway's, right? and we were the Peterborough 7. That's right, and if you listen to the Peterborough 7 episode from last season, <laughs> you'll know why we called our team that, so and go listen to it. we came in second. Came in second by, I think, like one point. Yeah, we got fucking robbed. But they didn't give any prizes out to anyone no. two or three, right? It was only to the number one yeah. team, right? Because we lost out by one point. Totally. But that one was a lot of fun, the music trivia. What, that was your idea, wasn't it? Yeah. The music trivia. You think I have bad ideas? No, Fucking just... batting a thousand. <laughs> All right. So then we did the road trip, you know, continuing on the road trip merriment. Yeah. Um, we went from Montreal to, Montreal to Paris. To Paris, Paris, Ontario. Ontario. We went back to Ottawa. Back to Ottawa. That's right. Easter. Easter weekend. Yeah. Any fun shenanigans you want to talk about there? Well, as we mentioned earlier, we got two young nephews, which are great, uh, Maddox and Easton. 
And you kind of always make, it's very sweet because anytime we go up there and we have dinner at my folks' house, you have to sit next to Maddox. Yes. I'm not saying you have to sit next to him. He's yes. saying he asks you to sit next to him, Obviously. which is always, always super fun. And then mm. you always kind of make a comment sometimes. You're like, there's a house of like eight or nine of us in mm. right now. But how, how am I the only adult in the basement with two like rambunctious <laughs> little boys who just want to like show off in front of you, right? This is the same at our wedding where all the parents are there on the rehearsal day. And then somehow on a balcony at the great hall, I have all three little guys under the age of six yes. with me. And I'm like, how the fuck am I the only adult here? Exactly. So, but what were they, they were showing off to you down there. Oh, right? they were wrestling. It's like what two little boys, I assume just do and throw each other. Yeah. But so no. terrified. Nobody got injured on my watch, which was great. Yeah. It was a great time. Uh, I always like being at back home because mm -hmm. we usually do like nighttime walks kind of, mm -hmm around my old neighborhood, which is good. It's a good way to kind of decompress, get out of the big Toronto city mm -hmm. and just be like, no one can get to us here. You know, we're in the meat, the safe streets, safe streets, safe streets <laughs> of Canada. So that was just like a good time. I think we made an epic playlist. Uh, I wish I remember the name of that playlist. Mm -hmm. I can look it up, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was a good time. The oh my God, that? That, was, that was not that, me. That was a latte, like <laughs> demon. <laughs> um, excuse me. So one of the next things that happened, I love that you have that queued up, know, but not sorry. the cheering for the super fan. So, sorry. Um, so one of the next things that happened, I'm going to jump to getting back on the road again is, and you'll see this on my Instagram um, throughout the year, I'd been working on this awesome story and it was all based in Winnipeg, nice. which I had never been. Have you been to Winnipeg? No, I had a good friend of mine move to Winnipeg yeah. when I was in grade six. I almost applied for a job in Winnipeg before I met you. Really? So, what was it that just, it was a cool job opportunity oh, or God, like, no. I want to, I want to live in Winnipeg. <laughs> when I was in the motion of trying to jump jobs, when I, you know, just mm -hmm. covered mat leaves of the world. Yeah. Right. I saw like they had a breakfast television mm. out there. Mm -hmm. And remember, our friend Pay went. Yeah. Right. To host. Yeah. But prior to that, they also had different branches of like CBC, et cetera. Mm. So they had like a junior producer position mm. out there. And then one of the friends in high school is like, you know, they have mosquitoes there. I'm like, what? And they're like, mosquitoes here in Toronto. That's too. what I said. And they're like, no, they're the size of like seagulls there and I was in like, Winnipeg apparently uh, I don't know I think this is I think that person didn't want you to leave a hundred percent but either way I had never Good been friend or bad friend I don't know they're still our friends <laughs> Good friend. um ah, my phone shut off but I, what I was gonna say is one of the cool things about this experience was I've never been to Winnipeg and so they actually have a really good food scene there so I had some really good Vietnamese food we had amazing Korean barbecue there I got to meet a lot of super awesome people who we're still friends with which is awesome but from that what i was gonna say is we also had a friend of a friend connection too okay so one of the production teammates mm. who i had on set with us knows friend of the podcast maddie really? so it was crazy and i was like how do you know maddie mm -hmm. but then also and i can't tell this person's story got back to work and then uh, the same person worked with my other friend, Vanya, in Japan. Really? Yeah. This is an international players anthem over here. 100%. <laughs> so that was really cool. It also That's awesome. Small world. Such a small world. Also introduced me to new friend of the podcast, Aaron, who introduced us to music. New I'd artist. Never, yeah. <laughs> I was I'd like, never heard of music before. I was going to say, Aaron, you totally just introduced us just to music. Introduced us to music. To new artists that you have heard on the best of list, but it will also come into play later on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, so that's moving from Winnipeg, which took us right before Mm. going to Vegas. But as I covered last week, totally, which was an epic, epic story. If you haven't listened to it, we hang out with Polly D on a pool at a pool party. Nope, you go to Magic Mike. We missed one thing. What did we miss? When I was in Winnipeg, one of the things that you not you and this is going to sound creepier than I intended to be. One of the things we do whenever we meet new kids. Is like we, we're curious. What are the kids listening to? Mm-hmm. What are they watching? Mm-hmm. And so one of the kids, Everett, was like, "I got really into Community." Right. And so that triggered us rewatching Rewatch. Community. So for those of you guys who haven't watched Community, mm-hmm. one, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And I know Pierce is canceled, aka Chevy Chase. <laughs> but the canceled. funniest episode that we rewatched was the Forest Whitaker. I oh, yeah. with Donald Glover and Pierce fighting in the like. It's like Christmas courtyard. I think <laughs> yeah. it's the season one Christmas episode, isn't it? Season one, probably. That episode is pure joy. We had to watch it twice. <laughs> I mean, Pierce his character is super racist in that episode. It's yeah. crazy. But so then Donald right. Glover, like they're trying to teach Joel how to fight. Yeah. And Donald Glover's hilarious. The fight scene's so funny. That's one of the Yeah, we 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 rewatched it like two times. That it's one was so awesome. So funny. I love that one. Then you also just love the episode where Pierce drinks the penning. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then we also watched they did like during the pandemic. They had all the cast do like a table mm-hmm. read of an episode over Zoom. And then they had Pedro oh, Pascal. Yeah. Playing Pierce. No, he was playing oh, the, the sorry. doctor. Or the, the doctor, yeah. And he's just laughing the whole time, and he's just like, "How did you guys get through all this?" <laughs> it was quite. Fun. It was a good rewatch. It was I'm a good rewatchables. Um, from there, we also had a bunch of friends over for dinner. That was the day I made everyone the braised short ribs. Just giving a that shout was out an to Epic. I have never like heard praise like I did for that. <laughs> so, if I remember correctly, you barely got them to fit in the uh, pot. That's right? correct. But They're I, bubbling I was gonna say, right you, over. I knew it. That was, yeah, I think people were just like, we're not going to restaurants anymore. We're just going to come here. I did the mussels in the white wine sauce. Oh, but you I did will, mussels that night too. But the braised short rib comes into play because that is a that is a sneak peek at the menu for my birthday because mm. it was on the short list for the house. I, oh. well, yeah, I just, you're... Makes me laugh because you're such a good chef. Mm-hmm. But uh, we recently had a, a dinner with a cup with four yeah. of us and a kid over. And you're like, I'm going to make a turkey roll. I'm going to make <laughs> potatoes. I'm going to make a salad. I'm going to yeah. uh, have big bread, <laughs> carrots, uh, green beans, and yeah. asparagus. I'm like, you can probably knock three of those things That's off. How you're, I like, eat. you're like, I'll knock off one, but it's your fault. <laughs> I never want anyone to be hungry. I like They're not eating. hungry around us. Oh, boy. But that was an epic meal, the, the short rib that you made for everybody. 100%. Was, yeah. um, those are outstanding. Yes. However, the next day, we had our next concert. Which was? M83. Oh, I thought Indigo Dezus. M83 at yeah. the legendary new uh, venue, History. Totally. We kind of talked about it a little bit a couple weeks ago, but I, I'm more of an M83 fan. Mm-hmm. He makes kind of big... Uh, atmospheric kind of pop music. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, yeah, the show was quite good. I quite enjoyed it. The thing that sucked was it was like game seven of the Leafs in the playoffs. And yeah. so a lot of the crowd I felt like was distracted by that. Totally. But I mean, history just always bumps every time. Like you can't, get, you, there's no better venue in Toronto than history, in my opinion. Whoa. That- <laughs> Maybe Massey Hall is like 1A and 1B. Yeah. But history, I mean, we haven't been to a bad show there, and we've seen all kinds of bands. Side A, side B. Oh, damn. That's a, that's a, that's a preview of a future episode. <laughs> side A and side B. But but you had fun. at. Did you have fun at the show? I did. I always have fun at live music. I think that's one thing. 
when we meet people who like don't go to concerts, I get it. Like we all have different interests. Like I'm clearly not going to the gym, but it's like, you do work. I do work at out at home, but it's like, I just, I'm not like a gym person. So mm. I, I feel like I get my endorphin rushes at concerts, but yes. Even if I didn't love the music or know it as much, I still loved the energy. Yeah. And to your point, history doesn't disappoint. Yeah. We went with Sean and Tesla, which was yeah. like super fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Should we keep going? Let's keep going. Let's rattle this off. We went to trivia yet again, but it was general trivia general. at Hemingway's. And how do you feel about general trivia? I, as proven by a game we just played, Blockbuster, I am not good on the spot. However, I Saboteur, mm. I felt like nobody was listening to me because I suck at games. Yeah, you don't suck at games. You just don't listen to instructions. I can't follow the instructions. Uh, so you ain't, no, ain't nobody got time for instructions. No, let's just play the game. Yeah. But nobody listened to one of the questions for those Americans listening, mm. and nobody listened to me, including you, John Mellon, mm. was... What is the number one drink, soft drink in America? And I fucking yelled Mountain Dew, mm -hmm. right? Because you know, fucking weird skateboarding Americans probably love that Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew, that green, yellow soda I, drink. I used to love Mountain Dew back when that I was That shit's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like. Well, the obvious answer is say Coke or Pepsi. I was throwing out there Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Nobody's listening to me. No. Nobody's I listening to me. You know what we lost by? One point. You got it. We came in what place? Second. Second place. I'll throw out there. I think I there was one question about what's the highest grossing album of all time. <laughs> yeah. There was a big debate about the Bodyguard versus was it Saturday Night Fever? Yeah. And I think I said Bodyguard, right? And we put down Saturday Night Fever, which I'm not mad at that because I'm like uh, both of them had like massive songs. Yeah. And um, but I'm like I remember hearing "I'll Always Love You" is like one of the biggest songs of all time. Right. So I mean, we could have. We, we could have, have we could have crushed it. We could have is, crushed it. But uh, that's the gamble, and that's that's why trivia is pretty fun. We're going back to trivia in a couple weeks. You got it. Which trivia is that going to be? The Friends TV show for Ferris's birthday. And how do you feel about your friend's trivia knowledge? Uh, good. On a one to ten, one being you know nothing, ten yeah. means you know everything. I'm better on the earlier seasons because I kind of tapped out in mm. the latter ones, but right. probably like seven and a half. Okay, I'm a solid twosie. <laughs> Ferris and I will carry the team. The only one that keeps coming up in my head, I'm like, I hope they ask the name of the guy that looks like Ross that Rachel goes out with. Russ. Uh, yeah, that's all I know is Russ. <laughs> like, even so. like, what's the name of the roommate, that crazy guy that moves Eddie. in? Eddie. Crazy Eddie. Yeah, right. he's the one who has the goldfish, but there's no goldfish yeah. in it. Yeah, and the head that he eats like chip soda. Yeah, he's from like Entourage and like Fargo yeah, and stuff. Yeah, he's right? in Saving Private Ryan. That's right. I forget that guy's name, but he's intense. Uh, totally. Okay, right. so, so trivia after, was fun time. Trivia was fun, and then obviously we hauled ass to Vegas, which I was so glad that you decided to come with us, mm. obviously, because yes. I wouldn't want another experience without you. So you said I wouldn't want to go with another man, but I would have. <laughs> I don't know what you're getting at. I wanted to go with you to have another experience. Threesome. <laughs> so, and to see DJ Polly D. So obviously listen to Vegas. Yeah, we did a whole episode on that. That was one of the, the best episodes we've ever done. 100%. 100%. We got back. And so the thing with Vegas was, yes, it was Miranda's birthday. Yes, it was your birthday. But I still wanted to do a birthday party for you, you're not as into birthdays as me. Not as into birth. I like celebrating your birthday. I don't necessarily like the attention on mm -hmm. me. I don't like, I feel weird having people come out for me, being like, mm -hmm. you can be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. <laughs> That's a Jay-Z quote from the Black Album, which oh. we just bought today. Uh, 
that's a pretty good tie-in. But uh, I, I'm not a big birthday person, to be honest with you. I don't love. I appreciate you, and mm-hmm. I know you want to spoil me with that stuff. So mm-hmm. I appreciate you. I also appreciate you that you didn't invite like 60 people. So <laughs> you catch me on the right day. Let's do 60 yeah. people. You catch me on any other day. Let's last just do year, you and I. last year we did like 25. Yeah, that was a big one. That was a big one. Yeah. This year, not that you turned 25 last Oh, my year. God. Can you imagine <laughs> being 25 again? Damn. Then I would have invited 60 people. <laughs> so, um, no, no, no. Last year, we did it at a bar. It was like 25 yeah. people. But because we had just come back from the Vegas, the Vegas, I was like, okay, let's just do it smaller, backyard style. So we ended up doing like backyard barbecue hangs yeah. with like Sean Tesla, Cam Ferris, mm-hmm. um, and us. And then I think we did something with like high school friends, like yeah. as a dinner later in yeah. the week. That was good. Um, I just remember having, having a lot of fun making a dope playlist. Mm-hmm. I think, did I do chicken wings on the barbecue? Or you, yeah. With chicken wings. I know you made a bunch of really great things. So it was just mm-hmm. like, it was a good low key birthday, which is kind of exactly what I was looking for, which was dope. One of the things we also were saying, though, that this year, because we, again, we never anticipated buying a car in 2022. So that was, you know, a big investment. So we we're like, let's not go too big for birthday presents yes. this year. Um, you and Ham, though, this season. No, I didn't. In the best way possible. I love, I love celebrating birthdays. Mm. I love celebrating people. I also love gift giving. I feel like it's like. You're very good at it. I, you might be the goat. I, I think this, this shit was crazy. You know, when I was in, when we were in Vegas and you were at the Polly D show, that was mm-hmm. proof that there can actually be two goats because you and Polly <laughs> D were there. I think we can be co-goats for gift giving. What would a co-goat be? Which animal? Unicorns. Unicorn. That's a good name of the episode. Co-goats. I'm going to write that down. That might be the name of the episode. It's bad shit. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway so like you and i always try and take notes on stuff that we both love obviously like music is part of it some sort of like treat some sort of like sport potentially but one of the things you had always been saying was that your phone was fucking broken for like the longest time it wouldn't charge you're always like wiggling the lightning cable and stuff i like to wiggle it so i was like i need to get john a new phone because it's like you're just like yeah and so now your phone's like Oh, I mean, it's, it's the best iPhone I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. The amount of storage you have on there, the mm-hmm. apps, the music. The, I mean, it's just, I can't say enough. I use it every, it sounds mm-hmm. about every second of the day almost. <laughs> I also got you your best album of the year, Lil Yachty. And my, and my second and best album. And your second, Gorillaz. Gorillaz, Cracker Island. So I, <laughs> that's the name of the album. I know, it's you emphasize Cracker, Cracker really intensely. Hey, this is knee. <laughs> Cracker, cracker ass cracker. <laughs> and uh, yeah, those are two awesome vinyls. I love the Lil Yachty one. Love the Gorillas one. Mm-hmm. You also got us tickets to go see Lord Huron. Ooh, at Massey Hall. At Massey Hall, which. And is, this kicked off the well, two and a half hour. That's right. Before we do that, we you didn't mention what we did before my present, which is tradition. We went to Boston Pizza. I have a picture of it. <laughs> there were no notes in my salad. No <laughs> We went to Boston Pizza outside the Rogers Center, which is all I want to oh do. Oh, my God. Let's go for Boston Pizza, get a yeah. fountain Dr. Pepper, and then come home and crush a, a mint chocolate chip ice cream cake. And you got it. I got And you got the big ass one. Which big, I, I've been told we can never go back to it. Can I go back? No, no, no. For my birthday, I require the biggest, 
mint chocolate chip ice cream cake they have. <laughs> and for you, I decide what cake you get. So I'm going to buy you the biggest one. Then the rules. I can't, I don't make them. I, I don't just bend them. the rules. I don't bend the rules. <laughs> so it was an unbelievable birthday as per usual. So thank you for that. No problem. Um, <laughs> going back to trivia, Sean did get you as a oh, joke yeah. in Tesla, the bodyguard soundtrack, which was awesome. It's actually a pretty good soundtrack. It too. is. We listened to it with Ferris and yeah. the M83. Oh, yeah, that's right. Both uh, awesome on albums. On vinyl. Love it. Um, okay, so hold on. I have to put down. Put down latte. Put down the latte. latte. I think so from it- there, uh, we obviously went to May 20th. So this was interesting. Um, it was the Victoria Day weekend. Okay. Long weekend in Toronto. And we actually had no plans. Mm. Right? Kind of nice, though. Kind of nice. Which, ah, to who? <laughs> to who? To who? Well, considering we've just been to Vegas, Montreal, Paris, Winnipeg. Ontario, Winnipeg, <laughs> yeah. some New York pe- City. Yeah. Some people are like, just take the W. Take a break. I was very much more what, like, what can we do? What was our motto last year? Just go for just it. Just go for it. Right? And so one of the things What's was. What's our motto this year? Straight off the Zoinkies. You can't see what I'm doing, but I'm doing. <laughs> You're the doing the Jose Reyes thing <laughs> right. when he was a Blue Jay eight years ago. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so on uh, Ticketmaster, I actually saw a concert coming up at the Opera House, which is a tiny venue in Queenie, Toronto. Queenies, Queenies so, near tell, us. Tell me about the last time you went to the <laughs> Opera House. Who'd you see? When'd you go? Who'd you go with? <laughs> Give me everything. I gotta know. So the last time I went to the Opera House was possibly like. 12 years ago? Yeah. Yeah, about 10 years ago. Yeah, 10 years ago. Not by... Yes, yes by yeah, choice. You came by no, choice. No, no, no. Yes by choice, but not by initial choice. No. Right? And so it was to see Tech 9. Tech 9. With you, Sean, Sean, and what would have been Dan. Well, if you didn't scare him and chase him down the street, he would have <laughs> yeah. came. So back in our not-so-previous chapter, we yeah. used to drink a lot and, like, party. Yeah. And the boys were going to go see Tech 9 who is, like... I'm just kidding. I was about to say, who is Tech 9 to us? How do you describe Tech 9 Is he even out still? He puts out an album every year. Tech 9 <laughs> is a face-painting... Um, so this is, this, I love Apple Music because mm-hmm. it gives it artist description. Yeah, yeah. It says, Tech9 is many things, not all of which neatly align with the image of a rapper. Oh. He's a he's an icon in the horrorcore genre. Yeah, he's a horrorcore <laughs> rapper, which is basically, think of the theme song from like Exorcist and he'll just rap over beats like that. <laughs> but he wears fa- face paint. He's not quite mm-hmm. a juggalo because I don't really like that kind of music, mm-hmm. but I, he's just a dope rapper. He's done yeah. songs with Lil Wayne, Busta Rhymes, Andre 3000. So like he... He's just so dope. Uh, I'm going to play you one of my favorite songs right now from Ever Ready. And it should be, uh, yeah, this one's called Come Gangster. Hold on. Whilst you play that, I'll tell what happened. Yeah. So obviously, I don't know Tech Nine as well. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I just want to go keep hanging out and drinking with the guys. So. Um, basically I was like, let me just buy a last minute ticket to the show at the opera house. And then Dan's like, I'm too lit. I got to go home, blah, blah, blah. And I chased him down the street to try and force him to come to this concert with us. He did not come. But then me, John and Sean go to the opera house. We're in the pit. And all I remember is like, we looked so fucking out of place. There's kids in this crowd with face paint. 
And yeah. like, they look straight gangster. We did not blend in at all. And then Sean's like, I'm going in the mosh pit. I was wearing like a Banana Republic, like yeah. V-necks, yeah. Argyle sweater. Cause I just gotten back from work. <laughs> And uh, it was a great time. Yeah, it, it it scared the shit out of me. I won't lie. Also, uh, one of the rappers who's really close to Tech Nine is called Chris Calico. Oh my god, we were they, trying to have him on the podcast. The po- he said he was going to come on the podcast. And he never did. So, but, thanks for standing us up, dude. Okay. So, long story short, the Opera House. You know that scene. Yeah. Anyway, that's a long-winded story to say that the Opera <laughs> the House. The Opera House is a great venue in Toronto. Um, Do you have any pictures from that? Sorry, Tech Nine show. I'd have to go back. We'd have to do, figure out to, the year. Like 2010 or something. I'll, I'll take, we'll a, check, we'll take I'll, a look. We'll take, take a look. look. Um, but when a uh, <laughs> friend of the podcast, Aaron, who allegedly introduced John and I to music, yeah. um, we you're supposed to laugh. That was a throwback to what you said. Sorry. I was you're right. not paying attention to me. I, I am. You said the Aaron who introduced <laughs> us to music. Yeah. So, was, um, okay. So anyway, so one of the bands that he introduced me to was Indigo D'Souza and she dropped a new album called all of this will end. And very per- uplifting. Very uplifting. This is not a bad, bad name. No, no, no. But anyway, so when we ended up, uh, not having plans for the long weekend, I actually saw on Ticketmaster that she was doing her concert at the opera, opera house. And so I was like, yo, do you want to go to this? And it was like $20 tickets. So we we're like, let's just do it. Let's see if Miranda and Alistair want to go. Cause they're always up for new music. They said they were game. Mm-hmm. And then Ferris and Cam. Cam were like also up for dinner. Mm-hmm. So it ended up being like such a nice sporadic moment yeah. of like fun like Victoria Day weekend because it was like we're once we had no plans we had a ton of plans with people. You're you're too popular. Apparently, killing the streets. How'd you love the concert? How did I love the concert? <laughs> that was a horrible sentence. What did you think of the concert? <laughs> I thought it was really good. I think uh, I didn't really know her other than a few weeks prior to that when you told me about her and we listened to her music mm-hmm. and I definitely liked her. I'm trying to think of what kind of vibe she gives out, like kind of boy genius vibes a little yeah, bit. Yeah, little indie boy genius. Little indie boy genius, but thought she was good. I mm-hmm. think she definitely, she's not the voice of a generation, Generation, but younger kids who were there, like probably early 20s, Yeah, they she meant a lot to them because you could tell they were hanging on her lyrics. They meant a lot. So mm-hmm. it was really cool to see the younger people, what they thought of her, but I thought she was entertaining. I think she was my number 10 show Same. in the concert. So... It uh, wasn't the best, but it was obviously, I I, uh, I quite enjoyed it. So I had a lot of fun with it. What about you? I think exactly that. It's like, we only knew a handful of songs at that point. So when, similar to M83, similar sure. to like always. Lil Yachty, all of the above. It's like one of those things where the songs I knew I really liked. And then there's a few others. Um, there was like a slow song she did. And I remember it like just a really awesome progression. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't from the current album, it was from a previous one. The crowd went insane, but it was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and her voice cuts really well. And like any artist who plays their own shit, I'm down for. So that felt really cool. Yeah. Oh, it was a great time. A really good night. We obviously then did impromptu backyard hangs at Maddie's backyard at her old house. Oh, yeah. Or new house. New house. New house, yeah, yeah. Which was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was a good time. Um, What else did we do? Killing it, April and May. I mean, come on, this is. We did some stuff for June. I had some other big projects. Larry June. Some Larry June. Just scrolling, doing the scrolls. Yeah, doing the scrolls. That's all right. One uh, second. I believe June was definitely. June was con- busy. Wait, when when was Lord Huron? Was that June? As later in June. Okay. Okay. Let's Next project in June. Mm-hmm. Seems like you're scrolling through like dozens of things. So I'm like, I what know. are you? What are you going past? That's not story worthy. We are. Oh, it's just all the pictures from. I know. The I know. I'm just making jokes. <laughs> um. The next thing 
that we went to, which was pretty awesome, yeah. was on June 21st. Larry June 21st. Right? Larry yeah. June 21st. We had another concert. Was this three women? You got it. So this is the legendary super group. Boy, Boy genius. genius. But what was even more cool was Broken Social Scene opened for them. Have you seen Broken Social Social Scene Wall before? Do you like it? <laughs> what do you think of them? Were you happy to see them? I Were you love, surprised they opened for them? I was surprised they opened because um, I, I feel like, one, they're quintessential Canadian, right? I feel like it's it's I never would have thought those two would be paired up. But I, I think from what we read during the time, it was Boy Genius selected Broken Social Yeah, no, I think it's more like they knew they were coming to Toronto. Like, oh, we love these probably mm -hmm. local Toronto bands. Are you guys available to come mm -hmm. play? And they're probably like, just play like a 20-minute set and get yeah. paid a boatload of money? Sure, of course. So one of the things is um, the show, it was a beautiful night in Toronto. Me, John, and Miranda went yeah. to this um, concert. So it was just... One, so much fun to be like, you know, if, if you're into hanging out at night in like, like open concept, like venues, it, yeah. it's really nice. You're on the water. The amphitheater is like super iconic in Toronto. Really chill. The music sounds great. Broken Social Scene did like a 10 song set, but it was just so much fun to see like all of them together. Yeah. Wait, did we see them open for Arcade Fire? Was that, that was them, right? Yeah. Ace. The, the, the one cool thing is so one cool thing about broken social scene was when I lived in Ottawa I loved mm -hmm. either I love rap music and indie music and mm -hmm. not too many people really loved either one of them but then when I came in Ottawa shocking <laughs> when I came to Toronto <laughs> yeah uh, and I started going to college here we I just remember doing a project where you had to like play music mm -hmm. and everyone was playing broken social scenes cause equals time oh such a good because album because I came out in 2002 mm -hmm. yeah and I came to school in 2004 whatever mm -hmm. and then they introduced me to this song by broken social scene called uh pacific theme which is an instrumental song I'm just gonna play in the background now mm-hmm and I was like, I love this song. It's pure instrumental and broken social scene. Played this song at the concert. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just so cool. I'm like, oh man, this song means mm -hmm. a lot to me. And why would they ever play this? It's just instrumental, but they played totally. this at the show. I'm like, oh, this gives me like vibes of uh, 20 years ago type of thing. So that's so good. Yeah. And it's also just such like, I don't know. There was such like positive vibes only at the show. Yeah. Which is a good contrast to what happened later. But oh yeah. Um. So. Fur Boy Genius, I like to say... They we, used to call them Fur Boy Genius. No, Fur Boy Genius, though, I feel like we discovered them first because their original EP dropped... Like, right, like in 2018. 2018 in December, right before our wedding. It was your favorite album of the year. 100%. And it had only been out for like three weeks. Three weeks, and we had the songs at our wedding. And it was only five songs deep. Boom. And so when this concert came through, we're like, obviously we're going. Yeah. Fan base, predominantly female. Mm -hmm. They're very, I would say, like, sex positive, very, like, mm -hmm. like progressive girls. Like, yeah. they're very, like, anti-establishment and, like, conformity. It's funny. They're almost like a cool, cooler version of Haim, whereas Haim used to be the cool band. Yeah. But I'm kind of like, I feel like they sold out now. Yeah. I'm like, Boy Genius is just, like, we're just doing what we want to do. Their Tiny Desk um, oh, yeah. episode is outstanding. Yeah. So, one of the cool things was... As they were coming out, they, one, their harmonies are next level. So for those of you guys who don't know, if you're living under a rock and don't know who Boy Genius are, they're a super, like, super group comprised of Phoebe Bridgers, mm -hmm. Lucy Dacus, and Julian Baker. Baker yeah. Um, and so I would say most people know who Phoebe Bridgers is. She's probably the biggest of the three. But I actually love 
Julian's voice mm. more when we saw her live. Like yeah. I found myself just like mm. mesmerized. Yeah. But when they started the harmony um, backstage for one of the songs and you saw them on the screen after they came yeah. out, they're like, Lucy, one of the singers, mm. has a concussion yeah. and didn't want to miss this show, but then would end up performing in a chair yeah. for the whole thing. And it was still fucking fierce. I mean, you're a musician. How hard do you think it is to have a concussion and then not mm. only sing, but also she was playing guitar mm. for half the night too. Like how hard is it? Mm -hmm. Obviously it's your brain yeah. to remember lyrics and remember guitar chords and all that stuff. I only have two experiences to compare it to. Mm. I've never had a concussion. I've had several. <laughs> but when I didn't have teeth, right, mm. and that made me self-conscious and gave me a headache, that was annoying, but I still played because obviously we had to rehearse. Mm -hmm. And then remember when I hurt my hand on the table yes, and it like yeah. seized up? That was so fucking annoying. So I can't imagine mm. the pain of a concussion yeah. and like having to be on for that yeah. long. Okay. It was so fierce. The other cool thing that happened in the Toronto show was unbeknownst to us when we first got there and I was buying my Palm Bays because that is my yes. drink of choice in the summer at a concert. Um, 10 years strong. 10 years strong. It started at the Roots concert. <laughs> That's right. Um, everybody got given like a little piece of paper. Do you remember that? Yeah, they were just like, it wasn't like staff though, right? It was no, it's like, it like randos. Yeah. It's like handing you this like tiny piece of paper with like instructions on it to be like, during this song, this specific song, take your cell phone light and mm. like shine it on this paper. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it was like, okay, well, are you trying to sell me like Molly? Right, Gen like, Zers, yeah, yeah. I was like, what is happening? Gen Zers. All right. Alphas. Yeah. So, <laughs> alphas. I was going to say alpha Zulus, but then alpha I was like, wait, Zulu. that's Phoenix's Phoenix album. album. Um, so anyway, so during that song, again, unbeknownst Love to us, we, <laughs> Love that I feel like you're very into Big Rec again. Bryson's going to go see them. So. I know. You secretly wanted to. I don't want to see Creed, though. <laughs> Big Rex opening for With Creed. With arms wide open. <laughs> That's their song, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. He didn't answer my question. Which Isn't one? Creed a Christian band? Yeah, hell yeah. 100%. I mean, unofficial, but yeah. Yeah. Yes. I only know that song. But anyway, so when Love that, that song came on, I can't remember what it was. I don't remember. Everybody put up their cell phone lights, and then it ended up being the like pride. Yeah. Like the pride flag, the mm -hmm. rainbow flag in the crowd at the amphitheater and it was unbeknownst to the band. Yeah. They had no idea. They, they were like blown away. They, they almost started crying. It felt like, mm -hmm. I think it must've been like a boy genius Toronto fan group. Yeah. I read or, the story. Okay. Go yeah. for it. So it was exactly that. It was like a uh, give back to a uh, Toronto community group that is like pro choice, um, LGBTQ two plus um, group who put this together to like, we basically so cool. tried to start a movement to support of like everything boy genius stands for. And so this person had been like organizing it for like months on their fan page group wow. in Toronto. And so like, Holy cow, it was so moving. It was like, I think you even said it too. Like Miranda started crying. Yeah. I got really emotional. Like it was just such like a lovely concert. Oh, it was it. Because when their album came out earlier that year, I'm mm -hmm. like, it's okay. There's a couple songs I mm -hmm. love, but it's okay. But I'm like, I want to see them live. And yeah. then when we saw the concert, I'm like, yeah, this this new album's unbelievable. So good. So uh, when we pro got out of there at like 11 or something, mm -hmm. we're basically like, well, we're driving home. We're going to drop off Miranda. And then I get a call. I don't have the done, done, done one. What Sorry. the fuck are you doing? You know how many things there are here? And then I got a call. <laughs> <laughs> So it's about like quarter to midnight 
I get this call and it is that our friend is stuck in a hospital getting her appendix out. And it's like a bit weird because it's like she's by herself. It's a bit like she's not being seen. So I was like, hey, John, can you drive me and Miranda? It's like a mutual, like one of our closest friends to the hospital and we'll go upstairs. So... I don't even know what you were doing. Didn't you say like just raccoons were walking around? Yeah, I, I waited. I waited on in the street. Yeah. In, in the car for you guys, and mm-hmm. then I just saw raccoons walking up and down. I locked the door, and I mm-hmm. was terrified. I'm not gonna get political because you're not. No, you no, don't no, allow stay me. Away, stay away I'm not from gonna that. say it, but I really do feel like people in the healthcare system in public sectors deserve to be paid more money. <laughs> what? <laughs> It is. I, I don't it's know. A, I got to do a very. It's, it's a very hard job to take care of people, especially post pandemic. Right, <laughs> so, right, right. And it's so sad seeing your friends in a hospital bed, unless it's like by choice. So it's mm-hmm. like, this is the thing. She looks so small and like whatnot. Her appendix burst, but it was very much like she needed to have surgery. So this brings us, like, she obviously had the surgery. It went fine, but then we needed something happened later on, a week later. Yeah, so uh, she just had to go back for maybe a follow-up or something. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she was in the waiting room. She'd been there like all day or something like that. So you, being a great person, was like, well, let's go. If she's still waiting, I don't want mm-hmm. anyone to wait by themselves in a hospital because you've done many hospitals just with breaking your face and your teeth and stuff. And <laughs> yeah. you were alone for some of those, like in, in, what was it, Calgary when you broke your head open? Yeah. So you're like, let's go visit her just to kind of cheer up and keep her company while she waits. Totally. And bring like food, especially if she's been there super long. So this is honestly one of the craziest interactions that I feel like we both had. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of that point of like this past year, I was also asking people like one of my questions whenever I met like we were in deep discussions was like, what was your sliding doors moment? And for those of you guys who don't know this, it was like. That movie, I'm sure this is based on a, a better movie, but Sliding Doors basically when it's like your life could have changed if you got on the subway or didn't get on the subway. Is there something that defines your life and it could have gone in a different direction? When we were in the hospital with Lil, I felt like we were in that woman's sliding doors moment. Mm-hmm. So we're waiting in the waiting room. Lil is like the loveliest person. She'll make friends with everybody. She gives people her seat. She'll go check on them, whatnot. So like as soon as we got there, everyone was kind of like, really nice with Lil. And so like we were all like sitting in a seat and waiting and this woman, she was like kind of sitting beside us mm-hmm. right at the time. Kind. And, uh, no, I think she wasn't, she, she wasn't even really there. No, she wasn't even. Was she around. on another side? I didn't even notice her. So let me just say, she was probably around us, but we weren't. We weren't we focusing know. on her. We were just shooting the shit, like waiting. And so like the three of us were laughing and like just joking around as we usually do. And then all of a sudden over the intercom, they're obviously like calling names, like, paging people to go wherever and they page like will melanie please come to the like room x right and so then we're still shooting the shit and so excuse me and she's in like a patient gown so then this woman comes up to us and we're like mid conversation Mm -hmm. she's like excuse me is your name melanie Mm -hmm. no and she's very much like oh Oh. are you are you sure kind of like like she was she seemed like she was almost in shock or something. Yeah. Just like, you're sure? Like a, a weird question to ask, but like, yeah, no, no, that's not my name. Totally. And so then she was very much like, um, okay. And she's like, I thought they were paging you potentially. And so we're like, oh no, like, sorry. And then she kind of just told us, she's well, like. She's like, yeah, I, she's like, I, I, I was hoping your name would be Melanie because they just told me I have cancer and I was hoping they got the wrong person. 
And so we were and just like, like, oh my God. Like I got choked up again, just hearing it. It's and really so devastating It was to hear. devastating, but also like, I think I went through two emotions. I was like, holy shit. But then I was like, I, I wouldn't want that for anybody. Well, then she followed it up with uh, my, my husband and my daughter aren't with me right now. And they just said that Melanie has cancer. But are you sure that's not like anyone you, else? Anyone you? else? And so, so it's she was like, in like shock. super shock. She was a bit older than us. Yeah. And so we're like, let's just sit with you. So I thought we did like mm-hmm. a good job. It was like 18 minutes, give or take, we were sitting with her. Yeah, because she was like, my, my husband was coming soon, but he doesn't know yet. And so mm-hmm. we're like, well, just sit with us and we'll talk. And I th- feel like we were just trying to distract her for the few minutes we had her with mm-hmm. and just kind of trying like you were like you're you guys were both great like well you have a daughter tell me about your daughter so mm-hmm. well, i have two wins so like she's into hockey that. like i remember yeah. talking about that i was like i broke my teeth the first time playing hockey yeah and so um then i was like we told her like the bachelorette story yeah. and stuff just stuff to like my dress caught they on fire mind off of things and all this stuff so i but. felt like it was good and then yeah. like her husband came back and she was like very thankful that we sat with her but yeah. i'm like i can't imagine one being by yourself to hear that life changing life changing news um and then yeah like i'm sure her world is forever changed so yeah so hopefully that, melanie yeah you're doing, doing okay, okay. Yeah. um wherever you are yeah but that was just a tough experience mm-hmm. it just makes you realize again how fragile life is and it's short and just you gotta enjoy it and be good and kind and yeah, well, what, uh, we're almost at that time, so do we, have, say, do we have one more big concert we're going to talk about? You so, got one more. All right, so which one at is At the this? end of June, we went to see your band, Lord Huron. Yeah, buddy. So Booyah. this concert was crazy so at ha- Massey Hall. Have you ever seen Lord Huron before? We did mm. at Innings Festival in Arizona. Which is a big festival. Big festival. They weren't headlining. They were no. like probably like second M- tier. Yeah, mid- middle- middling. Yeah, middling. Act. Middling act. <laughs> yeah. Middle of the act. Um, and so. And they were good. And we always liked them. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have the famous song, The Night We Met, which is like the theme to season one of 13 reasons why, which stars your favorite actor musician of all time. Obviously clay clay real from wallows. From wallows. <laughs> and then we also got Royal Otis, AKA Australian wallows. Yeah. And then we have wallows, AKA to me, the new Beatles. Yeah. So. so we're at Lord Huron and there's a couple of things from this concert, mm, which were crazy. Another crazy at concert. Crazy, crazy. So we're at Ma- Eyes on a swivel. Yeah. Heads always on a swivel. Massey but Hall. And this time we were up in the bal- in the, the second row, right? Right where we sat for the Arkells, weirdly enough. Ironic. <laughs> so this concert was so cool. We yes. kind of told you a lot about yeah. it during the best of, but they played for like two and a half hours. We genuinely thought the show would be more slow moving just because of the night we met, that yeah. song. But they actually have some pretty fast rock songs and like most of their songs were of faster nature and just like they're obviously they've been doing it for a while they had Mm -hmm. great stage presence like the lead singer crazy stage presence i think we mentioned this in the best of like he had like a skeleton mask on at one point running around even the stage setup was really cool stage setup was like super cool it was like Like, they built like different sets almost like almost like um like i don't know if this is correct but like a mexican western yeah like luchador style like you know um, that's actually very accurate Yeah. yeah Because I'm assuming they're from, I wonder where they're from. I bet you they're from like a New Mexico or like um, somewhere Maybe. Midwest or something like that. I'm going to look that up. Um, And so it was like, I was going to say laser beams, but it was like very cool, like light show and stuff. And then, you know, just one of the guitarists was playing his guitar. And I always love this because Rob in my band does this too sometimes. 
when you play your guitar, not with your hands, but with like some sort of other accessory. Mm. And so do you remember he was playing it once with like an umbrella? Yeah, a little right? bit. And you then it was like, I think I do. They're from Los Angeles. Um, And then he was like playing way. it with like something else, like okay. his bass at one point. Yeah, to your point, the guy was like walking around with his skeleton mask and a cowboy, cowboy hat, hat. Yeah. Um, which was so badass. Um. It, it was awesome. People got out of their seats, but then almost during the second act, if you will, yeah. of the concert, John makes a spotting. I always got my eyes on a swivel. We haven't talked about Lil Yachty yet, no. but uh, at Lil Yachty, I spotted the biggest musician, whatever rapper in the world. <laughs> and I had some experience because while we're at Lord Huron, mm-hmm. I'm kind of looking down in the crowd because we're on the second, the balcony, second floor. I look down, I'm like, that guy looks like a, a famous person right now. <laughs> and I take a, I, you know me, I don't have the eyes like you got. You got, yeah. you got 2020 eyes. I take a look again. I'm like, huh, I think that's Max from the Arkell. So I kind of just nudged you. I don't want to make a scene, mm-hmm. but I'm just like, like, I think that's Max from the Arkells. And you're <laughs> like, well, let me get my good eyes out. And can you confirm, was it or was it not? It. Lead singer Max from the Arkells. It, it was. Spotted. Spotted. And so I was like, yo, that shit's crazy. And so um, we ended up, it, it kind of became a bit weird because I was like watching him watch well, the show. I was, I was doing the same thing because I'm kind of like, it's interesting to watch a rock star watch a rock star, right? Like mm-hmm. he was... He wasn't like dancing or jumping around. It was no. almost like he was ma- not studying him, but just like vibing, vibing and being like, oh, this is cool. I can take this technique or I would do this. And we researched it or he said it or they said it or something yeah. in their Instagram. It was yeah. like they had opened for the Arkells here or like yeah. Arkells opened for them. Yeah. So like they'd been on they the knew same. Each other. They knew each other. But it was also cool to see. So like we had seen Arkells in Massey Hall, mm. which was like one of the most phenomenal yeah. shows well, ever, which is where we got the song. Never, Never thought, thought that, that this, this would happen, happen for the wedding. Um, but then even watching Max interact with the Massey Hall crew, like yeah. in yeah. and out separately, et cetera. When he and left, he was like saying goodbye to like the sound, the audio crew, totally. or whatever, right? Which was cool. So then at one point I took a picture mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. ended up texting mm-hmm. or DMing mm-hmm. the Arkells. Yes. And I was like, love seeing you guys at the show supporting Lord Huron. Did they not heart my comment? <laughs> You're telling me you get the heart from Larry June and the, as you say, the alchemist, Larry June and the Arkells. Yeah. That'd be, you know, sometimes they do mashup albums. So mm-hmm. it's like Jay-Z's black album and the gray and the white mm-hmm. album by the Beatles. You should do a mashup of Larry June and the Arkells, which is Larry June rapping over Arkell beats. Can you imagine? That'd be so funny. That'd like private school. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, luxury rap. luxury rap. So that was such a great way to end the month of June. Yeah. And it just kind of kicked off even more fun shenanigans for the rest of the summer. Cause I, oh, should I save July 1st? Yeah. Save. Yeah, for sure. We're at that time right yeah. now. So what do you, what do you think's coming up in the next couple of weeks? So we got Canada day fun and festivities. I got going to Texas again. Mm. I'm going to talk about some barbecue I had there, which was the next level. It's Texas 10, <laughs> four. And then uh, we're going to talk about, hold on, let me scroll, let me scroll. We got a whole trip to Chicago. We got a whole trip to Chicago. We have more concerts. Um, We have have your birthday party, which is the craziest ever. The best experience of of my life. And it wasn't even my birthday. We have the OC rewatchables. We have baseball games. We have karaoke sessions. Oh my gosh. Right. We have the Museum of Illusions again. 
We only got five episodes left. We We're have piano, cram piano. We have comedy shows oh coming God. up. Come on, get out right? of here. You're done, done with you. No, we we still have another road trip. You gotta remind me. I, I'll we went to Cambridge. Save it for next week. Went to. We, we to, got the Great Hall. I got Tom Green. Oh my God. All these things. Exactly. Yeah. It's bananas. So crazy, crazy. Well, we're at that time. So who do you think should be the band of the week this week? I think we should honor Indigo D'Souza, giving some new vibes out. And the song for this week is The Water. From her 2023 album, All This Will End. So should we get into it? Yes. This is The Wooter. Wooter. By uh, Indigo D'Souza. Oops. No, John, Saboteur. No, no, no. I'm just, that's the wrong one. So uh, all the ways getting contact with her ass is, what's the matter with you? You're fading. I'm fading over here. <laughs> uh, I was going to say indigodesouza.com. No, I'm your boy. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Camp, And then search uh, Live605 on Twitter, Instagram, and TikToks. And if you want to check out a lot of the cool shit we did from this episode, go to Val Gomez 23 so until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Be easy. Only got 212 looks. Merry June. <laughs>
John Mallon and Val Gomez. 